My name is Thais Gibson, and I'm the creator of the Personal Development School. This is your daily breakthrough video, and in this video, I want to talk to you a little bit about six steps to finding the right partner if you are a dismissive avoidant attachment style. So I'm doing this series because I got a lot of questions about this over the past like two to three weeks where people are saying like, I can't seem to find the right person. Where do I find the right person? How do I find the right person? What am I doing wrong? And I figured it would be important to just address some of these important tips and tools. If you feel stuck and you feel like you're in a place in your life where you are ready for a relationship, but are having difficulty finding somebody who really makes you feel fulfilled or that you feel truly compatible with. And I find that a lot of the reasons that we seem to sort of repeat these patterns of finding relationships we aren't compatible with people is because a lot of our internal reality is, has not changed, right? So we search for something different externally while we keep running these same internal programs and patterns. So in this video, we'll cover a little bit about what you can do to move out of this rut if you find yourself in that sort of position. So um, one of the first things that's really important to do is to become intentional about what you want. And this is irrespective of your attachment style. So some of the things that dismissive avoidance often want in their life and in their relationships are people who understand them, make them feel understood, respect their independence, um, also make an effort to make them feel supported. Um, a, a relationship with a good bit of simplicity that's not overly complex or dramatic. Dismissive avoidance tend to value harmony, stability in the relationship, people who they feel like are grounded and safe and trustworthy. Um, so get intentional, make your own list right? And, and sit down and really work out like what it is that I'm looking for. And then your next thing that is really important to do is to look, to ask yourself, where will I find somebody like this? I find that oftentimes we kind of like want something on some level, but until we make it fully conscious and until we take action to go in the direction of like finding this person who, you know, with whatever traits or qualities we're looking for, you know, it's like, if you are looking for these qualities and characteristics and you keep going to the same bar down your street and, you know, introducing yourself to the same people or seeing the same people week to week or hanging out with the same small group of friends and not really doing anything to break your pattern, it can be difficult to find somebody. And if you get more specific, maybe there's somebody, maybe you really want to find somebody who really is enjoying learning and interested in learning. And obviously you're probably going to find that person at a place like a library or some sort of like learning oriented event or workshop before you're going to find somebody like that at a bar. And I'm not saying that people who go to bars don't learn or anything like that at all, but I'm just saying like, you're likely to find a greater capacity of people you're going to connect with on that level by being intentional about where you're looking. So that's step one and two. Step three for a dismissive avoidant is to discover what's blocking you within yourself. And, you know, are there any limiting beliefs you have? Are there fears you have? Do you believe, oh, no, it's not possible to find somebody? Do you believe that I'm not worthy of a relationship or I'm not, um, you know, somebody who, who's going to stick around in a relationship too long? Or do you believe that no relationships require too much of me and I'm going to get criticized and I'll be misunderstood? So try to find out what these beliefs are within yourself. And then it's really important to reprogram these beliefs and fears, which is our next step. Now, if you want to do a much deeper dive into reprogramming your fears, um, we have an amazing course. It's designed for you to like understand what your individual fears are. It asks you a set of questions, gives you the different tools to reprogram exactly those fears because what you have to remember is your subconscious mind wants to maintain its comfort zone. So when you have these fears, your conscious mind, which is responsible for roughly three to 5% of your thoughts, feelings, decisions, behaviors, will say, 
oh, I want these things, but your subconscious mind will be like, no, 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 we want our comfort zone. So if I believe that I'm not worthy of a relationship, if I believe relationships are going to be too difficult, even if a part of my conscious mind is like, no, 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 I'm ready. My subconscious mind is going to go, no, no, no. And it's going to self-sabotage and hold back. And so it's really important we address those lingering things at the subconscious level to break through to the next level of living in our lives. So if you want to check out a course for free for seven days, it will take you into that. Um, it's the emotional mastery and belief reprogramming course. It's one of my favorite courses in PDS. We get a ton of like really, really great feedback about it. Um, and it's really transformational and results oriented. So anyways, if you're looking to do a deeper dive into that, you can check out that course for free by clicking the link in the description box below. And when you enter into your dashboard, once you sign up, it gives you access to all of the courses. Just type in emotional mastery. Um, the next thing you want to do here is and, and this will be covered in, in part of that course, um, is you want to practice vulnerability and you really want to practice like doing a little bit of exposure work to open yourself to be a little bit more vulnerable because sometimes this missive avoidance will really yearn for a relationship, but they'll be afraid to like really open up and put themselves out there. So if that is something that's blocking you, it's extremely important that you like do a little bit of work to show up, to break through that um, and to, to allow yourself to not just put yourself out there in terms of like, asking somebody on a date, but I actually mean like emotional vulnerability. Like, you know, part of what's a necessary ingredient to really having a lasting relationship is to share a feeling or a fear or a flaw and to allow yourself to like be understood and seen for some of those weaknesses or flaws or imperfect parts of, as, of being a human, because we all have them. And um, when we keep their guard up all the time, it's, it sort of acts as this blockade from us truly getting to know somebody at a deeper level and vice versa. And our next step here is to learn to move through conflict. This is so important to have a lasting relationship as a dismissive avoidant. I find that dismissive avoidance sort of do this thing where they tend to like flaw find um, whenever there's a conflict. And what I really want to share with you, if you are a dismissive avoidant listening to this is that often the things you're flaw finding about are the things you believe that you can't work through. So for example, you might be like, oh, this person's messy. And you may like have this, this flaw finding dynamic around it. Like, oh, I can't be with them because they're messy. But like a lot of times those are just solvable problems through communication by just saying, hey, you know, it's really important to me you know, if you come over that you clean up after yourself or that when I come over, you know, I, I'd like us to have a tidy environment or these things are important to me if I'm ever considering living with somebody long-term. A lot of these things are just solvable with like a little bit of work put into a relationship, but because DAs don't know how to communicate sometimes, they will instead often be like, oh, that person's a write-off right away. And often you're writing off people over like things that would have otherwise been really solvable problems. Um, so if, again, if you want to do a little bit of work on that, the dismissal avoidant reprogramming course has steps for you to work through that as well. And again, that all comes for free for seven days. If you click the link below, um, and you can get some tools and resources for like how to feel more comfortable and safer speaking up as a whole. And last but not least, it is very important to prime your subconscious mind, um, to receive what you're looking for by giving it to yourself first. It makes it familiar at the subconscious level. Um, so it means things like, you know, if you're looking to feel supported, are you supporting yourself? If you're looking to feel um, emotionally um, accepted by somebody, are you emotionally accepting yourself or are you shaming yourself? And, and so it's really important to be able to go, okay, these are the things that I'm not giving to myself. Here are my strategies to give them to myself. So now I have a new subconscious comfort zone. My subconscious is primed to receive these things and be attracted to people who will give these things to me in my life. 
um, and you will see the needle move in your relationships accordingly. So that stuff is included in the emotional mastery course. Um, so again, you can check that out and that's it for today. Thank you for watching. Please like share and subscribe if you haven't already. And even if you have any other questions about finding the right partner and what's required or some things that stand out to you, please let me know in the comments below. Thank you for being here.